This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel from BetQL. Joe Strowski, Nick Ashew here on BetQL Daily, hanging out with you for another hour. Now, later on, in about 40 minutes from right now, per usual, we will hit our lightning bets, most likely some of our top plays in the NBA and college hoops for this evening. And uh, we'll be doing some nickel or dime as well. And man, we, there's more news about Dan Snyder. Nick, I want to get uh, get your quick reaction there. No surprise, much of the same as far as the National Football League. But want to remind you that BetQL's Giving Props Contest is back for the big game. Whether you played this free-to-play contest the first three weeks of the postseason or not, you have a brand-new shot at winning $2,000. Just go to BetQL.com backslash props to sign up. We post 10 new props around the big game. It's easy. Make your picks, and you could win two grand. Plus, as long as you sign up at least 15 minutes before kickoff, you'll be entered for the chance at taking home the $10,000 grand prize. Head over to BetQL.com backslash props right now. Make your picks. That's BetQL.com slash props. Nick, you are not allowed to participate, so don't even think about it. it. Damn you are gonna come on. You do have to go ten for ten. That's one thing I figured that was gonna be the case. You you can't miss any of them because uh, everybody's l- looking to get this free dough. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a fun contest. I'll say that, and there are a few in there that are very enticing. So what I do is I'll just go and I'll bet on them on my own. Then I'll take the ones I like on my own. You, you can't go. stop me from doing that. BetQL. There you go. Yeah, you can bet them individually if you if you feel good about it. Hey, nine and one, eight and two, seven and three, all pretty good. All pretty yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so we're getting news now. Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder has say in whether uh. findings from NFL's investigation of team are released. So we all know how that's going to go. That's going to. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just reading Make the it CSPN go away, story. Is what you'll say. Exactly. I was uh, taking a look at the CSPN story. Representative from Illinois. Uh, brought up a very good point. Quote, the NFL has released reports on Ray Rice, the Carolina Panthers, Deflategate, but nothing, nothing with regard to sexual harassment and Washington, end quote. Yes. 300 pages, if I remember correctly, on Deflategate. Uh, This is deflated footballs. Deflated footballs. We're releasing all these findings in the world. It's always interesting how the NFL, it's very transparent. Where anytime it involves something and and it's a player, oh, they're more than happy to throw that player under the bus. But not the owners, not those billionaire owners that have all of the control in the world. And this is one of the biggest problems with this whole concept of just team ownership. If you are a bad owner, you are holding a franchise hostage and there's no accountability. It's basically immunity for people that are really bad at their jobs. And we don't see forced sales very much. I understand it's not easy. I understand there's legal ramifications. I was getting into this conversation with some people on Twitter about this yesterday, people that have more of a legal background than I certainly would. And the reality of it is the NFL is controlled by the owners. The commissioner is controlled Mm -hmm. by the owners. And they can pretty much do whatever they want, as we've seen. And it's a good old boys club. They all protect themselves. And I'm convinced, Joe, I am convinced that they keep Dan Snyder around because he makes everybody else look better because he's not good at his job. He's not a good owner. But the problem is everybody else looks better because he sucks at what he does. He's ruined the organization. He's done everything wrong. He's clearly not a good person. The allegations continue to mount over and over again with this guy. 
yet he's still an owner in the NFL. How can you not push this guy out at this point? You make the league look bad. Once you start having the NFL or the NBA or any sport show up on mainstream news, not sports, but mainstream news, it's never for anything good unless it's the Super Bowl. Other than that, it's always something that involves off-the-field issues in some capacity, and he continues to be one of the main culprits of this, and they do nothing about it. It's um, the only sport where you would consider maybe an owner being removed. The only sport that has a commissioner with any spine is the NBA. We saw yep. that with Sterling. But every other yep. sport where you talk about NHL with Batman, and we're going through this right now. I don't know if, if you saw it, but uh, the, the news that the Blackhawks owner Rocky Wirtz made the other day. And, I mean, it was jarring. It was jarring. Just ask, asking a question about how the organization is going to handle things differently like, like they did with the cover-up. And Ro Rocky Wirtz w attacked Two reporters at a town hall meeting. The town hall meeting was called to say, hey, we are the new Blackhawks. We are putting everything bad in the organization behind us. We are going to turn things around. We're going to make sure something like this never, ever happens again. And the first reporter that asked a softball question about what. OK, so what are you guys going to do moving forward? Shouted down, screamed at, berated. And so was a second reporter who just followed up. They, these owners have never been told no in their lives. Yes. Never. Yes. And I can tell you this, Dan Snyder surrounds himself with yes men. That's how it's been mm -hmm. his entire time there. Now, the people in charge now, I like Ron Rivera. They've added some people to their front office that are actual football people. And Dan Snyder is allegedly not part of the day-to-day -day operations. Here's the thing. His Does wife- Anybody believe that there? And nobody, exactly, we need the, pill, the pillow talk at night. Hey, yeah. tell me what's going on within the organization. Give me a freaking break. Nobody believes that Dan Snyder still has no control or no involvement with this organization. But Silly. this is, it's just, it's its an embarrassment. And the problem is, is there's, there's nothing to hold these owners accountable. Absolutely nothing. My suggestion has always been they need to be treated more like CEOs of individual corporations as opposed to owners. Because then if you're doing a horrible job, you should be able to get pushed out. Now, if you want to say that it's a forced sale, even though they're not really CEOs, it has to. There needs to be more accountability for how these owners act, how they represent their teams, their leagues, how they treat fans, how they build organizations. Because look, Look at Washington. They've been a laughing stock for 20-something years. This was a storied franchise before Dan Snyder got there. And you're telling me, if you're the NFL, you don't look at this and say, this is bad for business? It's horrible for business. And they do nothing about it. It's, yeah. They're in they're in another universe. They can do what they want in their playground. It doesn't matter. Like, sex, yes. sex, we're seriously talking about sexual assault in 2022. And, oh, it's fine. They can get away with it because of the owners, because they have the power. Because... They're the bosses of these commissioners, and these commissioners yes. are scared, and they're never going to do anything about it. It's um, it's really disappointing. I mean, we still have untouchable people, no matter mm -hmm. what, no matter Absolutely. what, they can do what they want. And he has. Why does he have the power to have say on that? What goes public? Why? I, I it, it's a joke. I mean, it, it is. It's it's laughable. It's somebody that's being. It's somebody that's essentially being accused of a crime, and you're saying, like, well, you get to choose what evidence is uh, submitted yeah. in court. What? Yes. What? That's not how this works. I understand this isn't a full-on, like, criminal trial, 
it's just some House Oversight Committee that, that, that you know, I, I get that it's just kind of for show with a lot of these politicians, but that's part of the problem, that everything here is just for show. And all this tells everybody else in these positions of power is, well, if Dan Snyder can get away with it, we all mm -hmm. can get away with this, so we're fine. And then we wonder why people are scared to come forward, going yes. against people in positions of power. And then, and, and then starts, I, I mean, we can go, I know we're a sports betting show, but you get, you go down the road of we're, we're all in social media. Now we have to be, that's how we get our news. That's how we get our edge of sports betters. And then, and then you see victim blaming that's going on. I wonder, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's sickening. Yeah. It truly is, man. It is. It, really it is. is. And the, the tough part for you as a fan of that team, or I don't know if you still are like you once were, I'm sure it's <laughs> I mean, probably yeah. tough. Is there's no end <laughs> yes. in sight. There's nothing you can do. Like if you have a bad head coach, a manager, if you have bad personnel on the field, you know that's going to change at some point. That has a shelf life. It's different with the owner. It's it, it it can just stick. Like Dan Snyder used to used to charge people like an entrance fee to go to training camp. Like training camp. This is the time where all the fans get to see the team. Like just now, that's changed. That was a long time ago. But that's just yeah. That's who he is, and he's just. He's continued to ruin that organization, and this is what happens when you have a big ego, a lot of insecurities, you have a lot of money, but you've mostly failed at everything you've done besides Snyder Communications. He's failed at everything he's done in business, and he's very insecure, and he knows mm. nobody likes him, but he just will never relent to the fact that he's everything he's done is wrong, try to do it differently. It's just, it's just People like that just don't change. They just don't, and it's, it's massively frustrating. Yep, yep. I didn't know he's failed that much in business. I didn't know. About yeah, that. it's really bad. If you go look at his track record, <laughs> most really? things have gotten like if things like Johnny Rockets, he owned horrible six flags, terrible it was, stock went in the tank when he took over. Um, yeah. Dick Clark Productions, horrible. Snyder Communications was one of the only ones. And he sold that business. If you look, it was just one of those really good timing things where it was starting to you could start like he sold at just the right time and made his billions. And, and, and look, good for him. That's part of business. The, every, every, everybody fails at something, right? That, that, that's part of it. He owns Johnny Rockets. It's, I don't think he does anymore. He did before. Okay. Yeah, he's just bought up a ton of stuff. He owned a, a broadcasting company that owns some stations in D.C. I worked for them for a while. They got so bad. I was finally out. It's like this is you want to talk as cheap as you could possibly be. Like it's just he's awful at everything he does. He's terrible. Just it's, you, it's just you are an employee of Dan Daniel Snyder. That's amazing. So well, so sort, sort of. of. So he owned what was called Red Zebra Broadcasting that no longer exists. Shocking, he sold it for pennies on the dollar because it just completely yeah. fell apart with the way he ran it. He was on the board. There were other people that owned it too, but he was obviously the big name that was a part of it. Uh, and for a while it did all right. And then it just started to tank and it got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And it just became an utter, an utter disaster and shocking. Yeah. He has, so there's like the Midas touch. I don't know what the opposite of the Midas <laughs> touch is, but that's yeah. what Dan Snyder has. Everything he touches turns to dog do, I guess, instead of gold. It's just awful. Uh, it certainly seems that way. This is BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski, Nick Ashew. Uh, Nick sitting in for Joe G and Aaron Hawksworth. They will be back uh, next week. Every day we'll be breaking down the Super Bowl and I'm taking a quick look. It doesn't look like it's changed. You know, it's Friday. I'm, I'm looking at some of these entertainment props and I was all yeah. about the Mickey Guyton national anthem. Uh, so the offshore spots open this at a minute 35. Now okay. that that Memorial Day event, she it was 124, 125. And that was back in May of 2021. 
So I'm yeah. thinking the under. I thought there would be some movement here, but the juice is now on the over. This is what happens. People just bet yes. the over because they see over. national anthem. I don't care about the numbers. Yes. So maybe that's yes. gonna that's gonna pop up. It's minus well, one thirty on the over. I think more than all, and I remember if I remember correctly, I think it it, it does tend to hit the over more than the under if you're looking at the consistent yes. year after year. So I think it, it, the over has hit more than the under. Now I don't know the I don't know the exact total off the top of my head because you know this is this is one of those things you don't think about it until the Super Bowl and then you're like wait let me see the length of the national anthem every single year and see what people are doing. But I think it generally goes more towards the over. So I get that. But the fact that you have to talk about that one that was 124 uh, that that's a, that's a good 10 second 11 second uh, cushion right there that you could probably be comfortable taking the under on. All right, let's do some halftime stuff. I have not addressed right. any of these all week. First headlining artist to be shown during halftime. The favorite is two or more artists simultaneously. Snoop okay. Dogg, Dre, Eminem, mm -hmm. Mary J. Blige, the long shot, along with Blige, is uh, Kendrick Lamar. You know, call me crazy, but I actually am leaning towards Kendrick Lamar because he's the younger, I agree more completely. prominent artist right now, and it's in Los Angeles. So I think they're going to start with Kendrick Lamar and then start bringing out the bigger artists. The more, you know, the I mean, Kendrick Lamar is a big artist, obviously, but he's obviously not hasn't been around as long as Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and you know, Eminem, even Mary J. Blige. So I feel like this is one of those you're going to bring out Kendrick Lamar first to start it off with the songs that people remember that are a little more recent. And then you start hitting Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg popping out there after that. I agree with that completely. He has the perfect, yeah. his most recent yeah. songs too. Like nobody pray for me. It's going to be that song too, because it's going yeah. to get people going quicker and then they can just roll out everyone yes. else. I completely with yes. that. I completely yeah. agree. It's yeah. not going to be Eminem. Probably not no. Snoop. Snoop's the guy that most people want to see, I think. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll keep him to the back end because it keeps people watching because you're waiting for Snoop Dogg because like Snoop Dogg is the one that's still in the public eye the most. I mean, he's hanging out with Martha Stewart. He's doing Corona commercials. He's everywhere. So I feel like you save Snoop Dogg for the back end. You start with Kendrick Lamar. You also then have, you know, more of the younger audience too. the younger hip hop fans are going to be more maybe familiar with Kendrick Lamar than they're going to be with Dr. Dre. Let me tell you something. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Dre's music. I'm a huge fan of mm -hmm. every artist that's there in their music, but we all know that Kendrick Lamar is the more modern artist versus those names are from. It, it just, it makes sense to put him out there first call. and save somebody like Snoop Dogg for the back end. Yeah, that's a good call. I might take a shot at that one. That is plus 500. Eminem See, that's, how you, that's how you game plan a halftime show. We've been game planning other props. <laughs> now you're doing a halftime show with it. God, okay. what a, what a world. <laughs> what about Eminem? What, what's he going to be wearing on his head? When he's first seen at halftime, the favorite is nothing plus 140. Okay. Then, second favorite, we go to the hat, hood, or at plus 275, they have do rag slash bandana listed. I'd probably go nothing. I think nothing makes sense. You've seen because now he doesn't have, you know, now he's got the dark hair too, so it looks different. I feel like he'd probably Joe Burrow glasses, and Paul said in the chat. <laughs> I'll I'm, take that. <laughs> I'm never going to get him at that Michigan game with Herbie in the booth. When he was oh, just yeah. so it was so strange. weird. It so was funny strange. though. It was a bit. I mean, it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Oh man. This is yeah, I think I'd up. go. I think it'll be nothing. I think he'll show he'll show off his head of hair. <laughs> Total songs, ten and a half. Over under. I might take the time. under. I think I'd go yeah. under. Just Jeez, slightly try, though. Maybe like eight or nine. Try to get through as many songs as possible. All right. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be doing all of that next week as well. Yeah. This is BetQL Jaily, Joe Ostrowski, Nick Ashew here. Coming up next, 
nickel or dime. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.